Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Why is a United Nations agency renaming the Temple Mount and the Western Wall in Jerusalem as if they're not Jewish? This is discrimination. We're gonna interview Lori Cardoza Moore with Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. But today we have a celebrity interview live via Skype from Tennessee is our returning guest and expert on Israel. Of course, I'm talking about Lori Cardoza Moore with Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. Welcome back to the program, Lori. Thank you, Pastor. It's wonderful to be back. Well, you're so kind. Uh, we have been following this story about the United Nations, and in particular this one agency called UNESCO, who is the uh, educational arm, so to speak, of the United Nations. They're actually using American taxpayer dollars to fund the writing of anti-Israel textbooks in Palestine, and then the UNESCO agency, they, they took a vote recently, and they decided what? They decided that they were going to change the name of the Temple Mount, and instead of using the historical name, the Temple Mount, that is used in Judaism and Christianity, now they're changing it to using an Islamic term instead of using its original name. And so we have UNESCO surprisingly, well, not surprisingly involved in revisionist history. You know, you just mentioned about UNESCO funding uh, Palestinian textbooks. This has been an ongoing problem. The, the Palestinian textbooks are not educating these children, these Arab children, about the historical facts or the archaeological facts to who has legitimate right to the land, but it's part of that whole overall um, agenda of Islam. You know, there's a law in Islam called the Law of Sacred Space, which basically teaches that once an, a piece of land has come into Islamic hands, it is, there is no history before that. It's all wiped away, as we see happening, and everything moving forward is all Islamic. That's a very dangerous precedent. This so is they're very trying to say that Palestine, or, or actually it's Israeli territory, but it's you know, been decided by some Muslim countries that this should be their own country. They're not a state. It's not a two-state solution yet. There has been no agreement on that. So, they're carving out parts of Jerusalem to say this is now a new state they, they're calling Palestine, and that includes the Western Wall, I mean, where the Jews go and pray underneath the Temple Mount. The Temple of Solomon is Jewish. It's not Muslim. How can they rename this? No, I know. You know, it's interesting because I always use the term, when I talk about two-state solution, I always remind everyone that there was a two-state solution. It was in 1948, and the Arab neighbors have never honored it. So unfortunately, Islam comes along 
um, in the seventh century, hundreds of years after Christianity, and you know, a couple thousand years after Judaism comes along. But for some reason, we're going to forget about all the previous history and say that now Islam, this is a, a holy site to Islam, where in the Quran, Jerusalem, even the term Jerusalem, where the Temple Mount resides, isn't even mentioned. But if you look in the Bible, if you look from Genesis to Revelations, in the context of um, Jewish and Christian history, the Temple is actually mentioned over 200 times. So we clearly, and of course, unfortunately, we have, um, because of the revisionist history that's going on at the United Nations, can I say Common Core, because that's where that whole concept came from, that we're having to deal with in the United States, it's part of an overall global agenda to rewrite history. This is very dangerous. I mean, we have the Ark of Titus. What, it, what are the mu Muslims going to do next? Are they going to go blow up the Ark of Titus to get to remove those artifacts? much like what they're doing with the artifacts under the Temple Mount. You know, our um, one of our most recent documentaries, Israel Indivisible, The Case for the Ancient Homeland, which your audience can find at pjtn.org, that documentary goes into the historical, archaeological, legal, and biblical rights to the land that the Jewish people have to the land of Israel. So before and we take a break here, take us through the UN vote. UNESCO is different than the UN, but UNESCO had a vote. There's 56 nations plus Palestine, and what did they decide? There were two votes. UNESCO, there was one earlier this year on the 13th of October by UNESCO, and they voted to use a term, an Islamic name, um, for that Temple Mount, leaving out any um, Jewish name. The Temple Mount wasn't recognized, it wasn't recognized as, you know, the location of the of Solomon's temple that was built there. The most recent vote, which happened last week, was another arm, a committee of UNESCO, which is the World Heritage Committee. And the World Heritage Committee's responsibility is to, um, to, uh, to authenticate historical sites, document them, and um, basically name them. And Unfortunately, the World Heritage Committee followed in the footsteps of what UNESCO did a couple of weeks prior. So it's, it's, it's a very dangerous precedent, as I said before, and this is an opportunity, Chaplain, that we as Christians must speak out because if we deny Judaism's connection, historical connection to that, that Temple Mount, we are denying Christianity as well. And that's well, why, to me, the, it's outrageous that there has been, there's been nothing by the Pope, there's been nothing by any of the other mainline denominations. Um, it is only the World Council of Independent Christian Churches, whom I represent at the United Nations, who has called on the Secretary General, called on the United States to, re, to call back our ambassador to amen. UNESCO, and to, and to make sure that we cut funding to UNESCO until they reverse this horrible decision. I think you're right. We're gonna take a short break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about the practical ramifications of this vote. Will it lead to violence in the Middle East? This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Let's take a stand with Israel today. Would you sign a petition with me? Visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, 
Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign a petition to defend Israel, who is America's closest ally, certainly in the Middle East, if not in the entire world. We remember watching Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu give that speech at the UN when he warned about the making of an Islamic nuclear bomb, and that is being forged in Iran. But what are we doing now? The USA is negotiating with the Europeans to allow Iran to continue to develop nuclear material. Well, that's not right. Do we really trust this man, Hassan Rouhani, the president of Iran, who is the former nuclear weapons chief? You don't think they're gonna build a nuclear bomb when his predecessor, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, literally threatened to wipe Israel off the map of history. Now, we need to take a stand. Why is American foreign policy to fund the Muslim Brotherhood? Let's sign a petition to stop that. Stop sending our taxpayer dollars to fund the Muslim Brotherhood. And let's also sign a petition to protect the Jewish homeland. Both of those are available today at our website, PrayInJesusName.org. And when you sign those petitions, we will fax them to Congress. Instead, the failed foreign policy of the Obama administration, starting with Hillary Clinton and now John Kerry, is pressuring Israel to give up Jerusalem? Why? We should never divide the eternal capital of Israel, which is Jerusalem, and we should move the American embassy there. But instead, now the Obama administration is unfreezing the Iranian bank accounts, sending $7 billion to them on the hope of empty promises that maybe they'll stop their nuclear program. Let's defend Israel. The Jewish people are our friends. They have a right to security in their homeland. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign that petition right now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. We are defending Israel today by reporting news making information. Uh, and Lori Cardoza Moore, you are a special envoy to the United Nations. Talk about the uh, World Council of Independent Churches that you represent. Well, our organization represents 40 million, over 40 million congregants around the world primarily in Asia, in India, and in Africa. But we do have congregations that are affiliated with WCICC here. I have served as their special envoy at the UN since 2011. And of course, my focus there is primarily on human rights abuses, specifically as it deals with um, anti-Semitism and anti-Christian uh, bigotry. Well, we can see a lot of that coming out of Islamic nations. They have been, you know, whether you're talking about Iran or Saudi Arabia, the Shiites or the Sunnis, either one of them has allegiance to Muhammad, who taught that we should, you know, slay the infidels and various things. I mean, that's a fundamental precept of their religion is that if you cannot convert your enemies, then you must slay your enemies. How can we ever overcome that kind of religious fervor when it comes to United Nations votes by some of these Muslim countries that control UNESCO? That's a great question, Chaplain. And my, our strategy with WCICC at the United Nations is to speak primarily to the member states that represent large Christian uh, majorities within their countries to remind the ambassadors that their country is predominantly Christian, and as a Christian country, they need to also represent the interests of Christianity and of Judaism because we are connected, we are grafted into the Commonwealth of Israel. And so, of course, it's not a 
um, a message that is received, but it's interesting because a couple of years ago, the Secretary General Ban Ki-moon actually decided when when Christians were being savagely uh, butchered in uh, in the Middle East, when we saw um, the Zahidi, the Yazidis that were being persecuted as well, he called all the religious leaders from around the world, representing different denominations and several um, uh, other different religious groups other than Christianity, he brought to the table and he said, look, we've been basically essentially trying to use politics to try to deal with the world's problems, but it's not working. And so he invited all of these religious leaders to come to the United Nations to say, look, we need your help. Um, you need to speak to your um, your congregants, your members, and and try to build this collective peace. But it's it's not going to happen. When you have a, a, a dominant religion like Islam, who have members who believe that their Messiah tells them they are to take over, conquer the world by force, um, by brutal force and chaos, you can't reason with people with that mentality. Um, you know, you, the United States is, is a Judeo-Christian nation. There are people of other faiths who live in our country because of the freedoms that we, and because of our perspective, um, from a biblical perspective, we allow all men to be free. We we believe all men are created in the image of God, but it's up to man to decide how he's going to worship um, his God. And you know, unfortunately, in these Arab world, in these or Arab nations across the world, we don't have that type of freedom. We don't have that viewpoint. And at the United Nations, it's a great example. You have 56 um, nations who voted to to introduce this resolution, Algeria, Egypt, um, Lebanon, Qatar, um, Sudan, Morocco, Oman, just to name a few um, who supported this. And of course, Palestine, because they've been recognized now at the United Nations. But you have this, this block of people. And um, when you have a situation like this, where there is, where we're trying to create the outcry, we're asking the U.S to pull back the ambassador to UNESCO and to cut funding to UNESCO. We should have cut funding for, um, from UNESCO a long time ago because UNESCO is, as you mentioned in the opening of the, the program, is, is producing propaganda textbooks for Palestinian children. Well, and that like is uh, part of the discussion is that Congress did pass a law, I think it's back in 2011, that said if UNESCO does X, then taxpayer funding ceases to UNESCO. Has that law been honored? What has the Obama administration done? And by the time our audience sees this, President Obama will be a lame duck, but what has the history been in, in Washington, D.C.? Well, somehow Obama seems to get around all the laws and he doesn't uphold them. And then we have Republicans who are unwilling to force him to uphold the law. And I hope to God, I'm, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen next week, but we're in trouble. And when we have leaders who will not enforce laws that are passed by Congress, this is our whole, withholding funds is our mechanism of saying, you know what, if you don't do this, you're not getting a dime. And unfortunately, those laws are not upheld. They, they're able to get around them. Obama's able to get around them by saying, oh, we're just giving humanitarian, just helping with humanitarian aid. Well, you know what? How do we know that the money that is designated is actually going to, to humanitarian issues? Look at what happened with World, you know, World Vision, a private organization whose 
funding Hamas and funding terrorism against Israel. I mean, it's, it's, it's absurd what's happened to our country, to our government, even to Christian organizations, leadership organizations. World Vision has, it has a lot of pull at the United Nations. And again, our message, Chaplain, is to Christians. But here you have a Christian organization who's funding the problem, who hires terrorists to distribute Christian dollars. Then you have the Judeo-Christian nation, the United States of America, and Christians won't exert their right. A lot of Christians say, well, the United Nations, what are we going to be able to do? You know, they need to just pack up and move. Well, the reality is the UN exists. And unless we go in there and we bring our message and we bring light into that darkness, there is going to be a vacuum created. And well, so you're that's right. There to bring some light and bring some reasoning. And no, there are a lot of people there. When I speak in these committee hearings, they don't like to hear what I have to say. But you know what? There are people that will always come up to me after every meeting, introduce themselves and say, thank you so much for what you said. So Lori, we're going to take one more short break. But when we come back, I want you to talk about the re-education movement here in America, on college campuses in America, this boycott, divest, and sanctions movement is anti-Semitism at its worst. We'll be right back. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. I even demanded my own misdemeanor court-martial, and finally Congress agreed with me and reversed the bad Navy policy. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign that petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. You know, people ask me, chaps, we're watching on this network. We've already set our DVR to record your shows, but our friends, don't have this network, or maybe they can't watch at this time. Did you know we are on demand on 10 different platforms? You can tell your friends to find this show, PIJN News, on their Roku box or their Amazon Fire box. Just look under the religion or news categories. Or maybe you have a smartphone or your friends or grandchildren can find us on Android TV, Google TV, Smart TV, or iTunes. Of course, we're always on the internet, Look for us on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, or better yet, subscribe to our daily email alerts at PrayInJesusName.org. It's important that you share all of these available platforms with your friends so we can mobilize all of the body of Christ to pray the news and change the world. Would you join us? Visit PrayInJesusName.org to learn more. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. We're joined for one last segment with Lori Cardoza-Moore, PJTN.org, Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. Lori, what do people find at that website? 
they will find educational documentaries, there's books available. All of our materials are provided to educate Christians about our biblical responsibility to stand with our Jewish brethren and defend the state of Israel. But once you get educated, then you need to sign up and get on our newsletter, get our media and action alerts so that when there's a call to action, you will be involved. You guys spend a lot of time and high production value documentaries. You're just releasing now this new documentary, Boycott This. I understand it recently premiered in LA. How is that gonna be distributed and how can people watch that? Well, we're actually talking to a couple of distribution companies right now about distributing it, but our goal is to focus on the spring of 2017 to release it and then release it in theaters with a limited theatrical release in theaters in college towns across the country. The film Boycott This is actually produced for the millennial generation. And this is our first documentary that is more secular, but it does have um, an underlying Christian message in it. But it's, it's, the goal is to reach the millennial generation with the facts because our universities have become hotbeds of anti-Semitism. And so our goal is to have it screened in uh, theaters in university towns, but also to find college students that will screen the documentary, invite us to come have a panel discussion on the campus to challenge the status quo, to, to, to challenge the anti-Semites and the lies that are being perpetrated against Israel. This whole notion of boycotting, divesting, and sanctioning Israel actually had its um, roots in uh, Nazi Germany, the most recent of which we all remember the night of Kristallnacht, which is getting ready to come up on the, on the 9th of November. It's the anniversary of that dreadful evening when the Germans came in, they destroyed, they destroyed Jewish businesses beforehand. They, they spray painted or they painted mag, yellow Magen Davids on the storefronts. They told Germans, do not shop here. This is a Jewish owned store. Well, the BDS movement around the globe is now the new um, uh, uh, anti-Semitic event. It's the, it's the new, the more modern boycott against the Jews. So don't people don't realize there, there are education dollars that are being sent from Saudi Arabia, from big oil countries that are coming to America and buying, literally buying entire departments and chairs for professorships to be teaching anti-Semitism, not only as part of the curriculum, but to start these student movements against Israel. So the anti-Semitic, anti-Jewish hatred movement is taking off among some uninformed young college students who buy into this propaganda, but you are the tip of the spear. You are the counter information for college students to hear the truth about how Israel is you know, a, a democratic ally, how they are, that they respect religious tolerance, that, uh, you know, There's we ought to be supporting Israel down. rather than the, the anti-Semitism forces that are trying to pro push this propaganda on our college campuses. Right, unfortunately, we're seeing a number of Israel apartheid demonstrations, violent demonstrations happening on our university campuses here in the United States. The groups that are perpetuating this are groups like Students for Justice in Palestine, the Muslim American Society, Muslim Student Association. They all have ties to Hamas. 
They all have ties to the Muslim Brotherhood. So we have these groups, like what you said, these big checks come to these universities and with those big checks comes a package deal. We're going to send you the professor to teach the course. We're going to send you the course curriculum and we're going to send an imam to the community if you don't already have one to help indoctrinate these kids. And what happens is these demonstrations, these violent demonstrations on campuses where not just Jewish students are attacked now, now it's Christian Zionist students as well. But it's not just happening, it's not happening in a vacuum, it's not just happening in California and it's not just happening in New York and Florida, it's happening in other states, in states you wouldn't expect like Tennessee, like in Texas, in fact we're um, in the process of looking at introducing some anti-BDS res resolution that we passed here in 10 states across the country to expose these groups on the college campuses. So the next documentary, Boycott This, is actually produced to give these students the information so that they have the tools to fight this battle themselves. We've got to equip our children on the campuses to challenge the professors, to challenge the status quo, to challenge these hate groups on college campuses. If we don't, if we don't teach our kids to stand up, this is not, this problem is not going to go away. And we can't fight it for them all the time. We've got to equip the young people to fight the battle, to stand up for truth. Well, and we passed, uh, in the Colorado legislature this year, we passed a pro-Israel resolution, and we're against the boycott movement. Talk about BDS, Boycott, Divest, and Sanction. This is the new uh, anti-Jewish movement to stop shopping at, what, American stores that do business with Israel? The goal is to boycott Israeli products, divest from any um, uh, technology company that's located in, in Israel, sanction Israel for accusations of apartheid demonstrations. In the documentary, uh, Chaplain, we actually interviewed several Arab Palestinians, one Druze, and it's amazing to hear their story because one is the head of a human rights organization and he calls the UNESCO, he calls the United Nations, he calls all of these pro-Palestinian NGOs a bunch of frauds. Why does he call them frauds? He said because they figured out how to make a dime and so they've started their organizations and they're raising millions of dollars for their cause. We're just about out of time. We have about 30 seconds left. Uh, how can people get involved? The, the viewer is watching this, they love Israel, we love Israel. How can they get involved with your organization? First of all, go to pjtn.org. Like I said, sign up to get our action alerts, our media alerts, our newsletters. Be informed, visit our website every day because every day we have new articles posted to equip you with truth. Then order the films. Order the, the television show, Focus on Israel. Sit down with your children or, or with your Bible study group and do a Bible study based on the documentation in the films. We use a lot of biblical scriptures. Stop, look up the scriptures, have a conversation. We have got to be armed with the facts because Amen. religious history is taking over our universities and our secondary schools. Let's stand with Israel. Visit pjtn.org or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Sign our petitions there. God bless you, Lori. We're out of time and we'll see you next time. Today, I wanna to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains. 
especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.